Welcome, welcome, welcome to another exciting episode of Kicking Myself, a trading card game podcast. I'm here with our hosts, Mark. <laughs> Ross. Hi, I'm back. <laughs> Why am I always the weird one? <laughs> how, it was how so funny, it... I had to do it a second time. How is it that I'm being the straight hey. guy this time and y'all just made noises? It's because we're such talented podcasters that we can switch the dynamics up so quickly like that. And me. Wah. You're okay. supposed to make the bird noise. That's Wagen what we were doing. Okay, apparently half this episode is going to be bird noises. I, I think our, our, our numbers might spike. Welcome <laughs> to bird noises. Bird noises <laughs> yeah. for hours. Bird noises from Elden Ring. Honestly, I feel like... There are some good bird noises. There are. Like a podcast yeah, and like said, it's only bird noises made from my mouth. A lot of people would listen. I would actually. I would absolutely. If the name that, of the yeah. podcast was "Bird Noises Only from My Mouth," <laughs> that sounds like something NPR would do. It, it, it's, it's, it's specific. It's bird noises parentheses uh, only from my we mouth. Gotta... For the next five hours, it's just going to be bird noises from my mouth. I mean, if I were glass, put out a podcast. Okay, brought I mean, to you by Mac Weldon. Yeah, like it, I, I okay. would absolutely listen to that. I think we might have gone off the rails here. Hey, you Morgan, think? what are we talking about today? <laughs> it's a possibility. What? I said that as soon as Morgan took a bite of food. Too. <laughs> great. So while Morgan eats and Morgan gets his brain back, why don't I bring us up? Uh, hey, we have a Ross back. We do. Oh, I am in Where fact the hell did you Ross go? back. I went to. We, wait, you're Ross back from the bridge. I went to Seattle uh, for the Marchesa tournament. Ooh! I rolled some dice mm -hmm. in the fact that I was waitlisted. Mm -hmm. Did not get in until the first round had already started and they gave me a bye. And then <laughs> proceeded to lose four games in a row. Nice. Sounds great. <laughs> scrub, 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 scrub. Uh, yeah, it was actually a lot of fun. Learned that... Uh, Dice City and the DC area in general has a much higher percentage of stacks players than in the wider wider meta, I guess is the correct What word. you're saying is in DC, most people don't want people to do anything fun. Yes. So what yeah, you're saying is if you right. played stacks, you would have crushed the entire tournament? Um, that is, in fact, what happened. Mm -hmm. At least two of the top eight players I knew, or top four players, were stacks players, one of which was Charles. And the other way, yeah. oh, the, <laughs> the winner, who I actually played during my buy round one. And Did you win? Actually, some other player won other than us. So <laughs> I, uh, I played five games and managed to lose all of them. That's but, strong. That's, yeah, that's talented. <laughs> yeah. And he, the other guy was on Magda. The, Magda? The dwarf. Yeah, the Magda looks so sweet. <laughs> and basically, they, they win, win the game. tutor out Treasure. dragons from their deck. Oh, they use they actually use that part of Magda. Huh? Was this a dragons approach deck too? No. They, this was a good deck. How many uh, How many players were at the tournament total? Do you know? Uh, about a hundred. Cool. Yeah. Pretty solid and turnout. In these five games that I played, I think I played horribly. It was pretty terrible. I <laughs> nice, cast nice. Kozlek twice in four games. Nice, it nice. It was pretty much uh, the worst possible scenario. And one of those times was on camera. Uh, it was great. I got to feature match twice without uh, winning a single game. Perfect. And in this, the one that was actually on camera, I cast Kozlek as a joke. As a joke. <laughs> like I, I was like, hey guys, why don't I do this dumb thing? Cast right, Kozlek. What ended up happening was that I would have won that turn if I didn't spend 10 minutes casting Kozlek. Because <laughs> <laughs> I drew into the uh, win, but I was going to dredge into the win anyway. <laughs> it was like... Classic rookie mistake. Uh, casting uh, One turn. of these days, you'll learn how to tap your mana. Right? Yeah, right. Wait, so were rookie. these were these these were CDH, right? So it was yeah. like, were so, these four player games? Or? Yeah, they're four player oh, okay. games. Oh, okay, so cool. you got to cast Kozlik in a CDH game. I'm oh proud. yeah, I'm proud and then you. lose because I'm, of it. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was fine. It was 
I end step looped for Gitrog. If no one knows what that is, <laughs> cool. I'm not explaining it here. It's awful. And Dakmore salvage. Got Dakmore, then cast a crop rotation that got force and negationed. Sick. Which sucks. Sounds strong. Except if I hadn't tapped ten mana to cast Kozilek that turn, I had a court of calling to get a, an Allosaur Shepherd out of my deck. Sounds strong. Which would prevent the crop rotation from being countered. Doesn't Allosaur Shepherd only stop creature spells? No, green, 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 green spells. spells. Yeah, card is probably. Why, why does that I, card I still, exist? Exactly. Man. Yeah, it was it was pretty funny. Um, um, yeah, overall the trip was a lot of fun. Got drunk a lot. Nice, nice. Uh, That's correct. We all scrubbed out day one. That's also correct. Mm-hmm. And also, the person I went there with bought an Alpha uh, Dark Ritual. Oh. From Card Kingdom. But why did they buy an Alpha Dark well, Ritual? Well, they, they wanted to buy a Dark Ritual because they had an altered one that Shout was not a legal Jeremiah. altar. Card Kingdom had a graded 7 copy, and all the other ones were like MP or worse, and they refused to show him the copies before selling them to him. Card Kingdom has one of the strangest store experiences ever, where the store itself is amazing. Buying cards from them is one of the worst experiences I've ever had. Really? Because... Well, you got got. That's why. <laughs> you got I I'm fine. Okay. I, I bought a card. The, the problem is you can't look at the cards first. You order them off their website. Yeah, I've ordered from Card Kingdom before. Yeah. Yeah, but you order them off your website to pick them up in person at the store. Right. And so the, a lot of the cards don't have pictures... And for older cards, yeah, condition matters a lot, and there's a lot of variance in conditions. Yeah, I could see that being a bigger problem if you're buying like graded stuff. Yeah. And so what he wanted to do is like, I'm just gonna buy the graded seven. It's approximately the right price, a little bit over, but it's fine. It's graded. It shouldn't be too bad. And he wanted to play it in his deck for the tournament. It's like, okay, we'll just crack it. Well, the problem was. To crack a graded case, you need, like, pliers, and then it's really easy. <laughs> but we were at an Airbnb, and Pots. we didn't have any pliers, Pots. and we forgot to pick them up before... Sounds like teeth time. Before heading out. And Ooh, so... Can I propose a solution? Uh, we... A flamethrower would do it, probably. There's a poster on my wall with a guy named Killer Croc on it. It harkens back to a Batman episode, <laughs> and Ross is probably about to talk about it. No. Anyway. <laughs> it involves a rock. <laughs> the, we used um well i didn't use this i i decided to go to bed but <laughs> the strong play yeah, so smart, uh, smart, they brain. were using a knife to cut into it and then they tried to use a can opener for whatever reason it was really strange they ruined that can opener <laughs> and, and shout out to what? the airbnb <laughs> yeah right um and then the day of the tournament I started hitting it against uh, one of the, like, you know, parking little concrete blocks. I just started hitting it. It was, like, starting to chip a little bit. And then uh, they had a bright idea to go to one of the, like, car repair places. Like, a a garage that was right nearby. And they weren't open yet, but someone was outside and that they talked to. Like, you know, can I borrow your rock? (laughs) And this, uh, Only sure. if you give it back. <laughs> and uh, Fabian, the guy that we were with, Shout literally to took a rock to the top of this uh, graded card. It was honestly hilarious. I meant to take a picture of it, just the cra- case completely yeah. shattered apart. <laughs> but the card was fine. It all still scrubbed out, so it's fine. But was it worth it? The Brock, yes. The Brock, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he got to play with the cards. So, so yeah. the thing I was talking about is there's a, a, a line in Batman the Animated Series where we're talking about um, basically how they almost killed Batman, right? And Killer Croc is like, I have a story. I was in a corner, right? I was holed up. And Batman was snooping around. He was getting closer and closer. And what did you do with him? I threw a rock at him. <laughs> oh, that was a great story. Right, well, that's what the... And the that's the, the joke. The villains, please, please, tell, please tell it again. That's the joke. The villains go on and are like, so Harvey, what did you do with the giant penny from a previous story? And, he, and Killer Croc is like, it was a big rock. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 
Well, anyway, <laughs> Seattle is great. Thank you, Killer Croc. <laughs> Thank you. Um, shout out, Killer Croc. Also, shout out to your new uh, foil bus Mire. Oh, yeah. I, that was the card I bought. Was a foil Odyssey. Not Odyssey. Onslaught. Onslaught Bloodstain Mire. The misprints. <laughs> what? Was what? it a misprint? What? What? Yeah. It said Odyssey, but it was Onslaught. Yeah. Oh. I was there, Morgan. Yeah. I Thank was you. not. You're I sold stuff to Carcanium, who buys things way over rate. Oh. Neat. Yeah. It's pretty good. Speaking of selling stuff, at, oh, God. I accomplished a task this week. While you, you accomplished a task. Oh, you did. We went through Mark's entire collection. And from that, Mark, what happened? Well, <laughs> Ross was there. Was I? <laughs> he was we there. We don't actually have proof that Ross was there. Was Seth there? <laughs> uh, oh, that's right, because there was a picture, but I can't, I, can't, I can't post it. We don't have proof. It was a great picture, though. Oh, that. Yeah, you're not allowed to post yeah, that. We don't have proof. I'm not allowed to post it, but I can send that to you. Send us that. So, yeah, I haven't seen it. As part of my, uh, am I, am I br- bringing yeah. up what uh, we had talked about last week, uh, I am going to be moving across country, uh, and I am moving to Seattle, where Ross just was. Thank you for scoping out the scene for me. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Uh, avoid people. Uh, yeah, just that, in that, general. Yeah, that's yeah, honestly yeah. my 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 life lesson for everywhere I am. Just people are usually the root of all problems, so just mm-hmm. avoid them. And I'm just thoroughly glad that y'all are not people. Oh, yeah, that's true. And yeah. by the way, I don't just mean. For Seattle, I just mean in general. Yeah, yeah, anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. Actually, the people in Seattle are really nice. But anyway. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> we're getting, we're, get, we're deviating from the so, story. So, um, it is not my, it was not my intention to move boxes filled with small pieces of cardboard across the country. Because I've done that a lot in two different ways. I'm also a classical musician, so I have boxes and boxes of sheet music. Oh. I also have a lot of books, and I have boxes and boxes of magic cards. Or had. I don't know if any of y'all have experience with just move, moving boxes of paper. They are not light because you usually just keep cramming them with as much as you possibly can, and it's a pain in the ass to travel with. So I brought what I would say was like 95% of what cards, physical cards I had left and brought them over to Dice City. Well, after having me help sort them. Yes. Over the course of three evenings last week, we by we i mean morgan myself just went through every single one of those cards that i was able to bring over to be able to find okay these ones are here these ones are there we were able to figure out which ones are bulk so we could set those aside to try to make it easier for y'all over at dice city so that you wouldn't have to like thumb through everything too bad um uh, the first day and i think we mentioned this on the last podcast that the first day that we did all this morgan got about five minutes into sorting everything before he just kept repeating my brain hurts over and over and over again uh that was a fun night for you you were exhausted oh yeah, yeah, well, yeah. We're, we're, we're fine. <laughs> so um, brain, brain, my brain goal to was to turn the this part of my collection which honestly there there weren't too many really expensive things in there and by too many i mean like I think the most expensive thing was a Vidalcan Ari, and everything else was like fairly significantly cheaper than that. Yeah. Uh, I was hoping to be able to walk out with one of three cards, which was Wheel of Fortune, Mox Diamond, or Lion's Eye Diamond, and I ended up walking out with two of them. Yes. Which I I find that to be a win for me. Um, I'm still looking to pick up a Lion's Eye Diamond somewhere, but the... The playability of certain decks in EDH and CEDH has now gone up uh, based off of the fact that I now have a wheel. And Mox Diamond, you should just have a Mox Diamond, quite frankly. I don't disagree with that at all. Mox Diamond is a disgustingly good card. It is. I'm very, very happy that I have a Mox Diamond. Um, Looking at the decks that I want to build, I'm like, kind of want that Lion's Eye Diamond. (laughs) But that'll be my next actual like build up to trades type thing. Well, you know how I feel. Uh, I'm going to miss you a lot, and uh, you've given me a lot of personal growth this year, and I'm not going to get too wishy-washy into this because I'll, I'll do something on my own, but uh, we we got you a gift. Oh. By we, I mean I asked Ross uh, if, if, if we could get you a gift. Yeah, and uh, here is your gift. Okay, that's a lot more than I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually know. Morgan paid for half of it. <laughs> so that, like the wait, full nickel? wait. <laughs> what? I, I asked to pick up a specific card. I don't understand what. 
Oh. <laughs> oh. All right, so it's a bunch of ransacks. Oh, yeah, it's a ton of ransacks. It's pretty sweet. Oh, okay, that's okay, good. So, so it is in there. All right, okay, cool. there is. Okay, so that's pretty good. So, uh, just so that the listeners know, what I and saw... Seth, Seth is confused, too. Okay, so, so I got handed a stack that looked like it was a stack of ransacks, and for the most part, it is a stack of ransacks. Um, <laughs> for the longest time, my online username has been Ransack82, so I just collect ransacks, which for all intents and purposes, what this card just should say is 3 blue, sorcery, scry 5. Nice. That's literally what the card should say. Um, but as I'm thumbing through all of these ransacks, I see a little red card poking out of the side. And thank you two very much for this Raghavan. Uh, full art or regular? Okay, cool. I, I, Science I, monkey. <laughs> Science monkey. This is a card that actually I don't even makes... There's a deck that I'm looking to build uh, for CEDH Florian. And this card should be going into the Florian deck for me. And that's like the last, besides Lion's Eye Diamond, the last like pricier card. So thank you guys. I that I that's really nice. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Um, we're gonna miss you. Yeah, but in your place, oh, it, it'll fill the hole. The Pro Tour. Ah, the Pro <laughs> Tour is coming. Without, back. without you, but only the Pro Tour can bring those feelings back. I have really strong thoughts about this. Okay, yeah. Please, it, please are you gonna make a rap video? No, no, I'm not. If I haven't been able to come up myself with an intro song or intro music for our podcast, I'm not creating a rap video. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Baby steps. Savaged again. <laughs> but um, one of the things that always kept me connected to Magic whenever I took my hiatuses was I always thought that the Pro Tours were awesome viewing experiences. I loved back in the day watching Brian David Marshall and Randy Bueller. Um, you know, when Rich came along to all of that, I'm like, eh, he's not that great. He's n not nearly as entertaining, I find, as Randy, but he added a completely different dynamic in the production quality and production value. Mm -hmm. So even though a decade ago I would have said it was the worst acquisition or the worst change, at this point I would have said that his addition to coverage was irreplaceable. So I am looking forward to see what coverage is going to look like for these. I am glad that they are not Mythic Championships. <laughs> I am not is not the MPL. Yeah, I'm not in, uh, that is MPL not any of that. It is pro so tour. Bad. That that experiment did not appear Your to work particularly well. <laughs> Just confusing and nonsense. I still barely know what they are even. Like. So <laughs> don't know. The <laughs> professor on Tolarian Community College said something really like that. Just like it just mm. pointed out what the big problem for the whole Mythic Championship Sorry. was. Is they. By they, I mean organized play for Wizards looked at the success of the Arena beta client and yeah. said, "That's everything now." Mm. And then you were viewership just tanked. Yeah. So, I, well, it was also just incredibly confusing on who was invited, why they were invited, how you got to be invited. Drugs. And it was like just a giant mess. At one time, I could have said that I knew why some of the people were there, but one, I stopped caring, and two, they apparently kept on changing the rules. They did. So I, after like two years of it, that probably had nothing to do with anything that I knew. So the only thing about this whole new Pro Tour system that's not abundantly clear, and I think every single like YouTube personality for Magic has said this is it's not clear what these regionals are going to be if they're going to be replacements for Magic Fests or Grand Prix yeah. or anything like that um, or if they're going to be replacements for regionals or nationals when those were going around that seems more like what I thought it was going to be I because think so you because you qualify for regionals then regionals qualifies you for the Pro Tour because they're like the Q RPTQs. It's like, like kind that. of what the pre PTQs or like yeah. the MPTQs, the MCQs, pre -pre whatever the hell they they're, were. They're all there's so many Qs, Qs and Rs and Ps. It just and yeah. Ts in various and combinations. Yeah, and that I feel like that's what more they're trying to set up because I am still confused about it. So right. I'm sure we'll see details later on probably i'm sure we will i'm just looking forward to seeing actual pros physically across the table with each other seeing their physical reactions yeah 
just like to point out like one of my all-time favorite uh pro like coverage moments was 2005 oh gosh uh was it marito uh masahiro mahara i think uh versus paulo vito damada rosa uh the did he ride a flame enough times and then he had to pause and think about the only... Do you guys know this story? No. So it so. was uh, nope. Time Spiral blocks... Uh, time Spiral Standard. So it was Ravnica and Time Spiral going at the time. Um, Paolo Vito Damo de Rosa was running Boros. And Mahara was running uh, Dragonstorm uh, in its like breakout tournament. Yeah. Uh, this was Worlds in 2005 or 2006. Uh, Mahara, it's game five. Mahara is dead on board the next turn, so he has to go for it right now. Uh, he decides to uh, Serum Visions or whatever the spell that they have at the time is. It might not have been Serum Vision. It might have been... Telling Time? No, it wasn't Telling Time. Uh, that one's in Ravnica. Oh, gosh. Which one was it? It may have been Telling Time. I'm not sure. Serum Vision was cast... and Block. It was... Yeah, it was the previous block. He cast the spell... Um, and he, it seemed like he was just trying to up the storm count, even though he already had plenty. And then he casts Ride of Flame, Ride of Flame, but picks the right of the second Ride of Flame back up, and then just starts looking at the board. And the commentators are like, "What is he doing? He just places places in Dragon Storms." And then they just look at everything and they realized, "Oh, he's one short." And the spell he played earlier in the turn was the thing that took him off of it. So he just looks over and over and over and over again, just trying to figure out what's the correct play. And ultimately, the only thing they could think of was to repeal, which was in his hand, repeal a, a creature on the other side of the board mm-hmm. uh, that doesn't matter to combat the next turn draw in card. hopes that the one card he gets to draw off of it is Rite of Flame. And it was Rite of Flame. Nice. So That's he made the wrong play, but kept his composure to find what the That's, only off possible play could have been. That's almost as good as literally the cruel damage brunette dragon. Oh, the that's bon- so or the top, great! Or the top deck bonfire. Yeah, the my my favorite bonfire. My favorite is actually more recent. It's the I think it was one of the one of the last live ones before pandemic happened and everything went away. LSV's settle the wreckage bluff. Yeah, in the Boros finals. That was a masterclass. That was so much fun to watch live. <laughs> Honestly, one of my favorites was actually a punt, then a good thing. <laughs> where, that tracks. Um, oh, gosh. I think it was against Paolo uh, as well, where the guy went to combat with two cards in his hand with Hazard on the battlefield. Yes, that was at the... Um, oh, the yeah, Amon Ket. No, the oh, yeah. Dev- was it our Devastation or was it Amonkhet oh, that he won? I think it was Amonkhet. I, I think it was Amonkhet. It was, I can't remember But he went one. to combat before... Because he had dead on board. Yeah, yeah and he, he had, had the mana yeah, to activate Hazard. Went to combat and, and then couldn't attack. And then couldn't And like, ev- like the announcers were losing their minds. I was following like the live Reddit thread reaction, and everybody was just like, "No!" And no felt for that guy because he, he saw his so mistake tragic. and started pounding the board because you know so there's no take back. Yeah. Shout out so much. So I was watching uh, Legacy the other day at your store, at yeah. Guy City. Shout out to freaking um, Peter Vilbrava and uh, Via Rubia. Villa Rubia. Via Rubia. I'm sorry. Wow. Um, and uh, his opponent, who was playing Lands, who we, who's our friend, um, uh, oh, oh, he, he used to play CDH Hullen, uh, and he just sold cards. Oh, James? Uh, yeah, James. Sorry, James. I'm, I'm blanking. You guys had a freaking amazing match, and I never knew you could do with Baze what Peter did with Baze, which was there was a moment where there was a um, the blue dragon from Modern Horizons, I'm sorry, uh, the Delve card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Merc tide. Rip, Merc uh, tide. On the stack. And a fire blast was, or a, a red blast was from the other player. Somehow, a day's chain led to a card going back to his hand to recast it two times. And what? I was, I was like, there was some pro-level magic being played by people who I've known since they were like... Do you know what the cards were? Do you mean he returned to, he returned to land with days, right? That's And then prioritized his own spell to like yeah there was a, it was a surgical extraction with days combination to get two surgical triggers uh, which was very interesting okay okay 
I, was, I would love to know what the full breakdown of that was because I don't know what that. It was surgical. I blew my mind and actually got me wanting to yeah. play Legacy again, and that's why I messaged Ross <laughs> and was like, "I kind of want to rebuild Legacy." I mean, yeah, and like a lot of people are like incredibly good players, and I think that's the big reason why it's so good that the Pro Tour is back because it, now like a normal person can qualify. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think definitely. that's that's e- so good. Even and, me. Like, no, I know. We know. No, Morgan's not qualified. If you put a dumb combo deck in his hand and just throw him into a tournament that's not prepared listen, for it, he can top eight. Listen. If, if you I'm put going... a thousand Morgans in a room and a typewriter, they would eventually, eventually. They would eventually qualify for the pro tour. I literally, <laughs> I've, to, I've told the story on the podcast before of how I put a manless, uh, not a manless dredge player, uh, an LED dredge player on, um, on tilt because I had to have them cast a narc amoeba with an LED and attack me. What? I, I don't know what that means. Never mind. No, <laughs> if you put a deck in my hand, the deck that I want is Tim Ferriss because that deck is my favorite. Oh my god. I'm sorry. Tim Fins over and over again. I love Tim <laughs> It has Tim some of the Fins? best. You know what? I would love to get to Tim Fins. children. I would love to get to Tim Fins on another episode at some particular point. Um, I want to like structure that a little bit. Into like a, right. a full blown topic. No, no, I love the topic. I love it, but we just have so much we have yeah, to get right, to. Right, right. Yeah, let's, we are we, getting through. a lot. All right, so next, well, what do we have up next? I'd like to get to the alchemy conversation for the day, if that's let's do okay. It. Okay. So the first one we did was recurring nightmare. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the second one that we did was Shahrazad. We went with biorhythm. Biorhythm was mine. That was a fun conversation. We didn't put up that poll. Hmm. We never did put up that poll. Yeah. Seth, you were. We have we have failed our audience. You were in charge of that. Failed. Was I? Yeah, you wrote the. Down. That's true. Actually, yes, you were. Yeah, I yeah, remember editing and you, you saying that. I you brought were. dishonor on my family. We'll put up both the polls uh, today. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I wanted to put I, up uh, our first creature. Wait, wait, wait. I want to point out that he did not put that into anything. He talked into his wrist. I have Apple Watch. Although, it just did it was... tell me that it was having a problem. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Hot. Uh, getting <laughs> on to our topic. Um. I want to talk one of my favorite cards that I started playing around with Commander right when I was getting into it was like how can I abuse cards and of course okay. we mentioned before like Primeval Titan was like kind of my jam let me definitely uh, break this or like take advantage of this but another card that was on a very similar but opposite route with yeah. that <laughs> is Sundering Titan uh, I was about to say, oh! a, card, a card that does essentially the opposite thing I, so, exactly. I'm so glad I didn't read that part of the topics board this week <laughs> um, because I'm not going to I'm going to participate you, but I have do. thoughts <laughs> I love having thoughts, thoughts but are good. I thoughts. actually want to hear what Ross has thoughts on because he has so, a he, he said that he has very strong opinions on what he wants to do so let's, uh, uh, let's tell our tell audience what, what the card does, does. alright yeah. it's an 8 drop right yep cost 8 it's a 710 uh, I believe I it's a 711 yeah. it is a big big creature seven, I think it's 10 the think power it's 10. toughness be, does not matter uh, yeah, it really does not the power toughness does not matter what what its ability says is it is an artifact creature that says that when Sundering Titan enters the battlefield or leaves play, choose one of each basic land type and destroy those. Yeah. So it's also a golem. It is also it is a, a golem. golem. That is so by far the most important part of that. The most that important. It's a seven ten. Golos tribal. So the thing is with this card, you just you can go a few different directions with this. But my thoughts is that it doesn't actually destroy enough things. <laughs> <laughs> it's not nearly sundering enough. Yes. It needs to sunder more. So oh, are you just so, going to put no, sunder no, on it? No. <laughs> so, so funnily enough, I agree with him. <laughs> so what it, the problem with Sundering Titan actually is, is that you can break parity with it so easily. Yeah. And all, all I think you need to do is make it just blow up more stuff. Just say like five lands per person. Mm-hmm. It's still a miserable card to play against. Yeah. But it blows up your lands too. And so it's like actually kind of I, I think it's like kind of interesting. That is like, actually that is actually kind it, of interesting. What? That you you that is kind of a fix. Yeah. <laughs> what what is the 
I mean, what was the brokenness about Sunder Titan? I never got to play. You, the ability the fact to just, like, entomb and reanimate it back into play at any point to blow up all of your opponent's things. Yeah. And you just blow but up isn't it... five lands. And the point is, if you can <laughs> if you can cast it without having any non-basic, or without any basic land types yourself, you just don't lose any lands and you your know what I've, get wrecked. You what's just... the greatest thing I've ever seen done is somebody donating Prismatic Omen. <laughs> oh boy oh oh boy that is so good with a that is... dead eye navigator with a <laughs> well okay now <laughs> so this now is the problem of the card yeah yeah you oh gosh it just like so what you want to do is blow up more things so what is your, yeah. what is your specific fix proposed text yes. proposed so... text Let's, for the committee. Let's just say, so the biggest card issue with the trample. card... Card also needs trample. It's oh, yes. Well, you'll get your suggestions. <laughs> is that it... Uh, it's just like, it. as I said, it doesn't break, or it's too easy to break parity on it. So I think, honestly, keep the mana the same. Obviously, the power toughness does not matter on this card. Uh, and for Morgan... Make it a creature type construct just to mess with him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't really care. I just wanted to have trample. It's just sundering it. It should be menacing. Anyway. Anyway. The, but just have it uh, either blow up like two lands per person per player, or so that doesn't blow up like twenty lands when I said five lands per player. So would you have like each player sacrifice two lands? Or do you have to, for each opponent, choose two target lands and blow up those lands? Or no, for each it would player? Be sacrifice. Each, it would be sacrifice. It would be sacrifice. So each player yeah. is in control of that. Because if it was destroy two target lands, holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> this would be so good. I've got a similar... I've got like three options in my head. Okay. And one of them is actually very similar to this. And one of them can play towards the whole politicking of this. Okay. Here's my first thought. I would keep all of the text the same, no cast restriction on this particular model. But what it would say is, for each player, that player chooses two lands that are controlled by the player to their left. Oh. And then that, those lands controllers, sacrifices them. So whoever is playing Sundering Titan doesn't get to select anything other than the player to their left's lands. And then everybody gets to go around the table to select two. So nobody's, unless politics gets involved, nobody should like, everybody should lose two lands that they're not happy to lose. But it's not like it's going to be overwhelmingly breaking. And when you when you put it in play, you're going to lose two lands as well. Interesting. That hmm. I think is the most interesting political version of it. You could always put a cast trigger on this, where if it's like when this comes in a b- battlefield, if you cast this, it, it, it does the thing, and like it, you can increase the cost a little bit or put it more restriction. I think you can make that a little bit different to actually fit like what you would want it to do. So hold on a second, I'm trying to find the name of this mechanic. It's a relatively new one from I think Crimson Val, Crimson uh, Cleave. Val. If oh, you had a Cleave cost. Is- Bullshit. It's a bullshit it's, it's, kicker. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's kicker. It's all, a kicker. All mechanics are kicker. All mechanics are kicker. It's literally kicker. It, it, just, <laughs> it just has. Some more literally than others. <laughs> it's like, all it is is add a cost. To, well, actually, well you can, it replaces the cost. the cost. It doesn't yeah. add the cost. Yeah, there was any... So if the cleave cost for Sundry Titan, for example, was Wooberg 2 or Wooberg 3, yeah. then it does the thing. So no. you don't like put the if cast, but by putting cleave on it, it essentially has that restriction that you can't break it by recurring it or blinking it. So I don't I don't know about cleave necessarily. I do actually like making it Wooberg because it makes it harder to. It also makes it harder to break parity because yeah. assuming you like. Oh, I'll just depending on how Ramos. you change it, it's like you're more likely to have lands that you can. It'll just go in if Ramos you have a Wooberg. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, you're still more likely to have the appropriate lands that you have to blow up. Yeah. Obviously, since it That's only fair. blows up one of each, like, you can still have your opponent only have them, but yeah. still. Again, donating Prismatic Omen. <laughs> it's, 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 it's easier to break parity, or harder to break parity there, yeah. but it's not. It's still yeah. quite breakable. Yeah, All right. So. And also, it doesn't go into as many decks with it being colorless. That too. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. also true. 
Yeah, I'm wondering. So it's base mana cost is what seven? I, I know it's mana cost doesn't actually matter. It's animated all the time, but it's eight for a second. Yeah, I was I was thinking, what if you just made its mana cost Wuburg, but then like it's but gonna be reanimated. But you can reanimate all the time. it still. Well, yeah, but that, but or yeah, blink it. You can. But I thought we were just saying that like it could legitimately be a good way to do it. Yeah, I think that would be. I don't know if it would be enough, but I actually think that would be an interesting restriction. Is just make the make the mana cost Wuburg. Fewer decks can play it. You can still reanimate it and break parity all sorts of ways, certainly. But yeah. it's not just like like I feel like early on in the format, like a lot of people were just like randomly jamming Sundering Titan just because they could. Yeah, um, I mean, I certainly and was. it was kind of miserable. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of miserable. I so that was Dorian, and I always bring up Dorian on this podcast, but like I remember playing against every deck Dorian played. There was a Sundering Titan in there. Yeah, I just got I just got destroyed. Yeah, fair enough. So I don't know. I guess that's my I guess that's my suggestion. Just make Mana Cause Wooberg. All right, all right. I I did. I do think there is something to what Mark was saying, but instead of cleave, make it kicker. So like, literally, like, just give it actual just kicker. Give yeah. it actual kicker, like and then like, like, re- like desolation angel kicker. Like when... oh sure, that could yeah. work. Yeah, kind of. Like yeah, it yeah. only what, works if you kicker it. What would the specific kicker? Is there, it would be. It, it, it just, just needs it so that you can't reanimate it. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It could literally yeah, be kicker true. zero. And well, that's so, actually, that's that's the thing. Like, yeah, I mean, my thing with the oh, mana cost, but like that's you do a brilliant idea. I think you just need kicker to, zero. Yeah, I think you need to. Yeah, you need to figure out a way to nerf the reanimator aspect of it without doing a cast restriction because cast restrictions are for cowards. <laughs> so not kicker. Yeah. Well, no, kicker, kicker would do that. Though, that's right? a cast restriction, though. Oh, I, I thought we were talking about cast restrictions as far as like if you cast if it you from cast your hand. this right. Yeah. So kicker like, essentially does that; it adds to it. Rather. Yeah, yeah. I think kicker is a more okay. elegant way of doing that, though. I guess the, the, the if you cast it from your hand, always felt like Wizards just saying it's like we can't figure out a way to balance Actually, this. Whatever, we'll just throw that in. Kicker gives like, you the ability, really explicit text. Kicker yeah. gives you the ability to be able to um, like take advantage of uh, like alternate ca- casting spells and things like that, rather than like if you cast this from your hand. Yeah, I, I like that because you if you have the hoops that you're still jumping through to make this work. Sure, be rewarded. Yeah. That's probably my favorite so far. Is Dream Halls. Dream Halls. <laughs> what? Wait, what is... You can't Dream Hall Sunder and Titan into play. <laughs> What's the name of the you card? Can What's the name? Wooberg. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you you also can if you have a Painter Servant in your deck. Or if you had a Painter Servant. Turns Isn't that all banned? you need to break Sundering Titan no. is Painter Servant. No, it's servant. not. Painter Servant is not Is it banned. Iona the one that's banned? Or do Iona, they Iona, both is, get Iona, Iona is the banned. half of that that's banned, yeah. Okay. I always get confused which one is banned because they've changed it a couple Logic of times. confusing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I think, that's, I think Iona oh. is the correct one of those two. I agree. So, Morgan, you said you have strong thoughts. Yeah, you did, in but, fact. Yeah, I think they explicitly said you have strong thoughts. I think you trample. <laughs> That's it. Just leave it the same and add trample. So we're just making it better, and we can unban it. To yeah. be, to be fair, what a lead I, up to that. <laughs> I kind of agree with them. The fact that this—it's a sundering on like it. Ten ma- or is it eight mana? Eight seven mana, mana, seven, seven ten, ten doesn't yeah. have trample. Is or kind of some bullshit. Kind of, or some I mean, kind of yeah, keyboard. it's not wrong. Or like the first strike or something. Like, come on, man. Cannot like, be blocked by creatures by creatures with power one or less. Cannot be blocked by beebles. Oh, I or also beebles. forgot. Warriors cannot block cowards. Cowards cannot block we, warriors. We have forgotten a part of this text. Oh, the, it has a leaves play. Yeah, it has a leaves play. Do we do we even bother interacting with that? No, I wouldn't like. So the oh, that does actually kind of kill the kicker. It does kind of kill the kicker thing. So it would have you to can... turn it into two lines. Well, I mean, eh. you can have a kicker if because they did this like if it enters the battlefield if it was kicked. Yeah, it oh, has so, this ability. Maybe. So like in invasion, they had like the card literally get abilities that normally wouldn't be on the card. Unless you kicked it, correct? So like, oh so yeah, Desolation okay. Angel specifically says. Well, no, like, no, not to, it's, uh, you know like the Volvers, like some of them get like a regeneration ability oh, if you yeah, kicked yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, like, so we are okay. doing this with an alchemy idea. So essentially, we'd be adding perpetual onto this. Then, if that's the case, sure. Except there, but there is but precedent they, for yeah, it. Yeah, there's though, precedent just... in the game yeah. to give this. It's not wouldn't be perpetual because then it perpetual would literally add it to the card. Yeah, and we could do it uh, and then times. so like if you kick it. And then, then bounce it, and then just, kick it again, yeah, and then exactly. bounce it. Oh, this is what I need. No, no, you would no longer need to kick it if you perpetualed it. So you can kick it again and add it again. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> 
Mark is going mad. Sometimes with I just like to watch <laughs> the world burn. So just to be able to go through a roundup, like to figure out what everybody's offers to this were. Uh, Ross, what was yours? Blow up more lands. Blow up more lands. Specifically, two from each player that sacrifice. Yeah, that that'd probably be the best way. Two to three, if since we're sacrificing, maybe up to three. Just have it. Blow okay. Up so we'll go three lands, lands per player. Each each player sacrifices three lands. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Seth, what was yours? Uh, my idea was Wooberg. The idea I like casting Wooberg. Yeah, just casting across Wooberg. I think the idea I liked the most was Kicker. It wasn't really my idea though. So we can do Kicker zero, and it costs Wooberg three. What? Wait, which one? So, 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 the Sundering Titan costs three Wooberg. Sure. Kicker zero. Kicker Okay. Kicker zero. Because you have oh, to... Oh, okay. To prevent it from being reanimated. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, I just and, don't even think that you need to do both. Yeah. I don't think you need, I think it's, it's probably one or the other, I would say. Do we... What about a Wooberg kicker cost? I mean, how much does a 710 by itself cost? And it's worth three mana as a 710. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. Why not? Yeah. All right. That's fine. I mean, I, again, I'll put this straight into Ramos. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, well, I'll, I'll just say... I'll just say... Kicker casting. be half your life. Yeah, right? but that doesn't actually cost any mana though. At that yeah. point, uh, I would say I would say just we'll, we'll say kicker cost or we'll say mana cost Wooberg for mine. I guess mana cost. Yeah, well, cost I'll, I'll, I'll stick Wooberg. with that. Um, Morgan wants to add trample. Yes, Morgan wants to add trample. <laughs> Morgan has in-depth thoughts about Sundering Titan, it needing trample. Yeah. yeah. And I think that for mine, I'm gonna go with the um, my submission will be the political uh, each player chooses two lands controlled by the player to their left to sacrifice. Okay. I think so, more people should play Terror Eternal and just be done with it. Okay? So <laughs> it's basically, there are... You just, like, have them target two lands. Yeah. yeah. I but guess In case Lotus Field is on the battlefield, it's choose, not target. Because Thundering Titan is also choose, not target. It is? is? Yes, it is. I didn't even notice that. Yes. And you read it earlier. Immediately, I completely zoned out. When, when Sundering Titan it. enters or leaves the battlefield, choose a land of each basic land type, then destroy those lands. Oh, boy. Yeah, I definitely Although Lotus Field doesn't have land types. types unless you donate a Prismatic Omen. Shut up. I'm definitely adding donate Prismatic Omen when to Ramos. Sundering Kicker, Titan... No, Cleave, Prismatic Omen has to be on the battlefield. <laughs> <laughs> when Sundering Titan comes into play, each opponent makes a token copy of Prismatic Omen. <laughs> so we'll go ahead and throw this up on Twitter Conjures, along with the uh, other poll that we were going to be adding to this uh, so that our Twitters mm. uh, can go ahead and tell us who which is the best one of these. Mm. Uh, was there anything else that we wanted to tackle before we wrapped up today's episode? I think there, I feel that we had a couple of other topics that we really wanted to yeah, talk about. Yeah, New Capenna. Yeah, we had some yeah. New Capenna some things. New, we got some New Capenna cards. Also, literally wanted to tackle Morgan. Uh, oh, sure, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah we yeah, have to give him, though, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, so New Capenna. It's I, new. It read, is new. You read the story. And it is Capenna. It is and a Capenna. Cap very Capenna. Yes, I've been reading the story as Morgan... Uh, so the newest Capenna I know. Eloquently put into the conversation. And <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's actually kind of interesting. I think with all magic story, it because it's free, it's like the writing could be a little bit better. It's not bad writing. It just could be a little bit better. Things like like using real world items named after things in the real world are always a little distracting. Kind of yeah. takes you out of the story. But it's good. It has, I guess, spoilers. There's Tezzeret. Mm -hmm. There's Urbrask. Mm -hmm. There is uh, Vivian Elspeth, who, I'll be quite honest, I have a theory on. Oh. Uh, she, well, so New Capenna is her home plane, apparently, where she... Vivian? No. Um, it is Elspeth's, Elspeth's home plane. Yeah, because what? she was taken in... Like Wait, she she yeah. was like adopted by like uh, Helion on Thera. Wasn't so Elspeth's like... home plane eaten by Phyrexians? Isn't did I imagine that? So, oh. interestingly, it may may not be inaccurate. Oh, because the whole thing with New Capenna is that it was attacked by Phyrexians in the past. Oh, uh, but I didn't know that. long history in the past, oh. and it was the only thing that's left on the plane is the city. And oh. it was built after the drugs. attack. Morgan is, is the is, attack is, is of uh, New Phyrexia. 
or are you Frechings. assuming that new, that Capenna is Mirrodin? No. So the plane was saved by the angels of the plane. Ar- archangels. So they they, the, they differentiate between archangels and angels. They actually. are the angels of the plane, and the demons of the plane. They like came together uh, to like defeat the Phyrexians. Mm-hmm. My thought is because. Uh, it's come out that Elish Norn is afraid of Elspeth, and she's like the key against New Phyrexia. Is that Elspeth is actually an angel from this plane, hmm. and hmm. she plane she became a planeswalker during the invasion of New Phyrexia. I will make a very large caveat because they caveat this in the story, and I read this. They make a very large distinction between angels, demons, and archangels in demon lore. So, arch the the thing is that. Angels are technically constructs of mana, uh, and they, so they're like, they are basically ethereal beings, not like real, but archangels are slightly different, if you want to get technical about it. Uh, They're like actual living creatures. That's why like, when Avacyn was destroyed, she was just mana, as opposed, like, as opposed to a dead body, right? Yeah, yeah and she like was disintegrated. But anyway, so I'm not the biggest into lore, so anything that I technically said that was incorrect, I don't care. And the <laughs> main... Blame Ross. Well, the, the Please reason... email Morgan if Ross got anything yeah, wrong. Well, the, the main reason I kept saying drugs was because the uh, the 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 propri- whatever this thing is, Halo. Right? Halo. It Halo comes from Angels of the Plane. Is supposed to be like the the. Denizens of the city use it as a party favor to reinvigorate their strength. It's literally angel dust. It That's is. why I keep saying drugs. <laughs> so the thing is, it, Halo is an all-purpose thing used on the plane. Great it is game. It's a, it's a good, it's a good game. It is both. It is just magic, is what it is. Yeah. It heals you. It gives you uh, actual like powers. It also has been described as it. It's basically a drug, but it does a lot of things. It's And it was made from the angels of the plane who have now since disappeared. But, actually, let's talk about the cards that were revealed. Some sweet cards. Yes, the we things got, that people actually care about. We got some good ones. Yeah. yeah. So, there are six cards that they showed us, other than the Triumphs, which we already knew about. Yeah. So, there was Xander. I cannot remember the rest of the name. Lord Xander the Collector. I would not have remembered that. Uh, Jetmir, which is so. Jetmir is, is Nexus of Rebels. Sorry, I let's uh, let's actually go over what they are. Uh, Xander is a vampire, a vampire demon noble, and Jetmir, who is a the, what was the name? Nexus of Rebels. Nexus of Rebels. He is uh, the Naya guy. He's actually pretty sweet. Yeah, I, I think cannot... he might be the best of these ones revealed so far. Uh, he is a cat demon. Mm-hmm. He actually doesn't have a third type. And then the third one that was revealed was... Rafine. Rafine. Scheming Seer. Yeah. Who was, who's a sphinx demon. Mm-hmm. All of So connecting them to the story is that all of these people who uh, lead the families were around during their Phyrexian invasion and were turned into demons to help protect the city, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why they're all... They're all weird creature types plus demon because they were... They signed a pact with the archer demons of the plane. But... Uh, so there's, like, kind of interesting things is that Jetmir, who is, like, a go-wide but also go-big strategy, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool, he... If you have how many creatures? So let me three. read this off. Okay, cool. Creatures you <laughs> control. So we have Jumpmere has three lines of text. Creatures you control get plus one plus zero and have vigilance as long as you control three or more creatures, and that includes himself. I'm just, I can't see the art. I, I am assuming gender. I apologize. That. The uh, second line of text is biggest fattest cat energy art. Big yes. chunky. Jumpmere is the fat cat. Yeah. Is the fat cat. Uh, second line is creatures you control also get plus one plus zero and have trample as long as you control six or more creatures. And the last line is creatures you control also get plus one plus zero and have double strike as long as you control nine or more creatures. And this is a Naya, which is like the token central color. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a it's a hell of a payoff. That is a fat cat. It's also a 
four, uh, five, four for four. So five, four for four, that also pumps itself. Pumps so itself. If, if you have nine creatures, all of your creatures, including itself, get plus one, or plus three, plus zero, Vigilance, Trample, and Double Strike. So it's an eight, yeah. four, Vigilance, Trample, Double Strike. That is a, let's, that's a hell of a lot of attacks. Let's be clear. Every one, one can deal eight damage a turn yes. with that third uh, power active. Correct. That's nuts. It's pretty nutty, yeah. Very, very important that Jetmir doesn't grant haste because that would be absolutely bustedly broken. Yes. Like, gosh, if that said haste instead of double strike, or the first one was yeah. haste instead of vigilance, ah! But I mean, Sorry. you're in Naya, you Weird have noise. Yeah. <laughs> if if you're in Naya, you have every haste enabler in the game, basically. Yeah. Like, if you're now, running around that. If but... I recall correctly, we talked a little bit about Lord Xander on last week's podcast. Is that correct? Was he out then? No, I think he no. was. He was. He was like. I think we this talked past about it a lot. Oh right, right, right. Morgan and I had a conversation with at work. Looked at his text, said, "Oh, this guy's terrible," and then later read it again and said, "Wait, this guy's busted." Yeah, Lozander's probably the most uh, controversial of them. Yeah. I would say. I'll, I'll I'll read him. So we have Lord if Lord Lord Xander the Collector. He is four colorless Grixis, so blue, black, red. Uh, when Lord Xander the Collector enters the battlefield, target opponent discards half the cards in their hand, rounded down. Rounded down. When Lord Xander attacks, defending player mills half their library, rounded down. Rounded down. And when Lord Xander dies, target opponent sacrifices half the non-land permanents they control, rounded down. Rounded down. So sneak attack. Yeah, it's it's it's. Fuck this person in particular, um, or I guess spread it around it's if you so desire. Opponent? It's yeah, target it's, opponent. It's, yeah. it's target yeah, opponent. Because otherwise. Probably just... Um, you can individually, like, you know, send them other places because they're all individual triggers, but... By the way, as someone who plays or a lot of pox, as in one of my commander decks literally has all the pox variants in it, because I am a good person, this card seems fine. Yeah, I think, it, I think <laughs> it's fine. I mean, I think it, it's, it's definitely, like, the flashiest effect that we've yeah. seen, and people are like, sacrifice half your permanence, that's so busted, but it's like, it costs seven mana. Like, also, it's like... Sacrifice half your permanence is like non. It, it's not sacrifice half your permanence. It's sacrifice half your non non land permanence. Yeah. yeah. Half the time, that's like two. A couple of artifacts. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it's artifacts. Like, it'll people could you if, if you want to play it as a general you can make a relatively mean deck around it if you so desire. Oh, yeah, but it's yeah. not like it's not that much more. The thing that actually things, that I'm thinking about do. with this is how many of an opponent's resources is actually just completely wiping away? Like, if this was a commander, I could imagine a deck that's just built around, like, this sneak attack, like, recurring from the graveyard to, like, keep putting back yeah. in hand with something like uh, Leyline of the Void and Planar Void in play, just to say, okay, I'm going to literally take half of your deck and half of your cards and half of your permanents, and they're gone. Yeah, well, the, the funny thing gone. is, is without that, the middle trigger is, like, you want you'd want to be careful because you're, like, milling half someone's deck. It's, like... That's going to be a benefit a good yeah. amount of the time for them. What do you think, Morgan? Depending on the deck. I uh, I think the most brutal one is the ETB effect. Yeah, I, I, that, that might be true. Yeah. The discard half their hand is brutal. brutal. It's tough. Yeah, it's a lot. It's not XL's half their hand, so that's that's good. That's true, yeah. Morgan, uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I, I tend to agree with all the sentiments said. I mean, I'm more curious about the, <laughs> the Sphinx. I couldn't understand when I read it. The Sphinx looks really interesting. It's, it's interesting. So that's knife keyword. It's the really yeah. That's the first one that we have a new keyword for the set. Yeah, the I, I like that you can now connive, but it, it's like also seems balanced. I don't know. What it, like it doesn't is. seem it's a loot effect. Yeah. So it so so let me, I'll I'll read Rafine. Yeah. Rafine scheming seer. So it's it's just Esper, no colorless. So so white, blue, black. Um, it is a 1-4 with flying and ward 1 for some reason. Um, whenever, so it's whenever you attack, uh, target attacking creature connives X, where X is the number of attacking creatures. And connive, in parentheses here, draw X cards, then discard X cards. Put a plus 1, plus 1 counter on that creature for each non-land card discarded this way. So Did, presumably there will be, connive will be in regular numbers in the regular set. This you'll, card seems busted. You'll connive 1, 2, 3. Yeah, it seems pretty good. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a it's a loot outlet that also can pump you know attacking creatures. And it's just solid. Just the drawing cards. Yeah, if like oh, the yeah. whole loot, sure. But just drawing. If you're putting a lot of Esper tokens and anything on the play, you're just going through your deck and get, get This is combo search tastic. Yeah. Even if you aren't doing that, you're just attacking with Profine. It's still a card that or your commander is getting bigger every turn yeah oh, i didn't even think and it it's like itself. a plus one plus one counter 
every turn whenever it attacks and you're looting. And, it, and that's only if it's attacking alone. Yeah. If you have, like, literally one other card that's attacking with it, draw two, discard two, get two plus one, plus two, plus, or get plus two, one, plus, two one plus, one counters. plus one, plus one counters on for a creature. For each non-land. Keep in mind, non-land. Non -land. Yeah, you do need to discard non-lands for it. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you sorry, can't sorry, get Rog. You're not no. getting an Esper card in your deck any right time soon. <laughs> Darn. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, like, it's really it's really good just in that. It's pretty, it's, it's pretty good just stacking yourself. If you attack with two creatures, it's... Also really good. Yeah. Three is insane. Four, and then it just, it just gets better and better from yeah. there. Yeah. Um, it's a cool mechanic. I like. I like it. I. I think it's a pretty solid one for the set. So Mark Rosewater also on his blog uh, mentioned that because this is the Esper mechanic, Mono White will be getting connive. Yeah. There will yeah. be Mono White connive. So it it's now in um, like explore and um, learn. I guess also is like Mono White card advantage that's come out yeah. recently. So that's. I think that's pretty cool. I think it's pretty sweet. I'm looking forward to the. Uh, brokers, because they, so all three of them are interesting in their own right. Yeah. Um, and I'm really looking forward to the other two, which is the Brokers Avon and the Jund or um, Riveteers uh, Dragon. Nice. So, yeah, I'm, I am too. You noticing that each of these cards have three abilities? Uh, one for each color. Yeah. 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 Uh huh. Like yeah. Flying, well, Ward Warden, and oh, Knife. On that's on why team. it has Ward One. Yeah. Oh right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess that's true. Okay. That is bad. <laughs> I did not pick up on the fact that that was why it had Ward 1. I mean, it's fine. If, so wait. Flying is the white. <laughs> ward 1 to the black and Connive is the blue. That's that's pretty bad design. Ward I mean, 1 is actually the blue and Connive is the black. Okay. Can yeah, Connive can I, can like, I, can I being the black makes sense. Yeah, it's kind of. Yeah. No, because... Flying could literally be all three of these. Flying could, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. I don't know, um, but uh, black card draw normally has like downsides to it. Like as in, you'd lose life. You discard cards. Yeah, discarding a card is. But draw a card, discard a card is blue. That's true. It is. It's true. I think connive. I think the connive is flavorfully like black is conniving. I guess I don't know. Yeah. Oh, that that would make sense. Ward one would could definitely be on the white spectrum because it's protection. Flying, it yeah, is a demon, yeah. so it could be flying from that. And then the whole looting thing could definitely be the blue. Well, it's mechanic. a sphinx, so it automatically it is a has to have flying. I, I I think the point is they clearly had the three abilities the for other cards. And they're they're like, correct. We need three abilities for this guy. Oh, Ward one, sure. Ward one, yeah. and right. for Jetmir, it's the plus one plus oh vigilance plus one plus oh trample plus one plus oh double strike and that's yeah, so, white yeah. green red yeah, yeah it's much more it's much more elegant with jet mirror it's more elegant with xander i think yeah. right so discard would be black black mill would be blue sacrifice um, non-line sac, it says red i guess would be more red Is it? yeah well like wildfire effects kind discard of is, discard might be red and then discard's not red it's emphatically not red uh, I mean, I, I guess like Burning Inquiry. Sacrifice. It's just like those two effects both seem like black to me, but you are right. I think there is some precedent for red having it. I think it bleeds into a lot of different different colors for this that I think they all feel right. Yeah. Yeah. I I think the ward one is silly. The fact that they're I mean, adding it for specifically color identity purposes. It's fine. Anyway, I, like, I like all three of these cards. They're really yeah. good. Oh, they're all nice. I'm but looking I, forward to the rest of them. Yeah. And, and I think we can actually hold off on the charms for the time being because we are running low on time for the podcast for right okay. now. Uh, but there's going to be a lot there's, to talk there's about. There's new charms. They do stuff. The, the three, there are two, three charms that have been spoiled. Broker's Ascendancy has been spoiled, so we're getting the... Uh, oh, yeah. we're getting an Ascendancy. There's a band yeah. Ascendancy, so we're getting Ascendancies for everything. This is going to be... it's. At the beginning of your upkeep, put a plus one, plus one counter on each creature you control and a loyalty on each planeswalker you control. So, you know, minor effect that it, that can ramp up really, really fast over mm -hmm. the course of several turns. Um, but just wanted to go ahead and bring this all home. This is, once again, likely going to be my last podcast in person with the gang here. Sad. Going to be sad. Um, my hope is over the course of the next number of months or so that things in my life up in Seattle will calm themselves down to a bit where I would be able to um, chime in on Discord uh, to be able to have online uh, podcasts and episodes with you all. And I, I would love to be able to talk about like this set in the future. I'm not sure if in the near future it's something I'd be able to participate in. But honestly, the podcast has been a, a blast to be a part of yeah. uh, since we started this back up in late June was when our first episode recording was. 
It was a while ago. And with that in mind, we're, we're also going to be taking a hiatus. Um, yeah. We're taking a few weeks off. Yeah, we're going to take a few weeks, weeks off. Some amount of time. Um, just because uh, of some time restraints and some stuff that's going on in everyone's lives. Um, so we will regroup and put out some more content. Um, but, you know, stay tuned. We've, we've got more exciting stuff coming. The 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 hiatus is going to be from the main podcast itself. Um Seth, Ross, and I have talked about just doing like a a, a short or like a, a side type of episodes for Elden Ring because we're all enthusiastic about that. Yep. So maybe you'll see a couple of like bonus episodes that pop up over the next couple of weeks or so. And they might end up being streams. They might end up being just like VODs or something like that. Mm -hmm. We'll make sure that we get everybody the information for that. But honestly, we're regrouping. We're thinking like what direction we want this podcast to go in and what type of content we want to talk about. I think if there's one thing that we've all learned over the past like 10, eight, nine to 10 months that we've been doing this is that we're all really, really enjoying talking about what we love. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. And we uh, hope that we find new inventive and exciting ways to be able to bring that to all of you. So uh, we'll see you in a few weeks or so. Uh, it might be sans me for a short period of time, but definitely see us. And uh, with that, well, let's let's plug our uh, wait. A sans you like from Undertale. Yeah, sans is great. Do, 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 so, do, do, all right, do, do, and do, if do, you do, want do. to reach out to us, yes, as always, you can reach out to us at kickingmyselfmtg at gmail dot com. Uh, find us on Twitter at kicking underscore myself. Seth, uh, get those polls up. <laughs> and uh, no, I won't do it. Shout out to all of our um, helpful uh, side places. Side places. Yeah. Side places. All of our friends. All, all of, of our, our friends, loved ones. Dice City Games, Far Galaxy Games, Alchemist Refuge, Thomas Island. Uh, you drafted Comics, what? You drafted what? Just ultimately all of you. Uh, yeah. Ultimately all of you. Thank you for listening. Uh, MTG North. Uh, uh, Better Morgan. Or Bearded Morgan. Beard, I'm going to call yeah. it Bearded Morgan for now. Mustachioed Morgan? Yeah. I think Mustachioed Morgan. That's the better way to say that. So thank you all. Um and we look forward to reconnecting with you guys soon. And we, we love you guys. So keep sending us your positive energy and your vibes. Mark, want to take us home? Wah!